Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today is episode 125 where we're going to continue our series of rebuilding every Premier League club for the 2023-24 season. Today we are on to the fourth episode of the series. It is Brentford and we're going to be discussing how they replace Ivan Tony, how they replace David Raya and how they potentially push on into Europe next season. We'll start these by looking back at last season. Then a very successful campaign, I would say, for Brentford. Yeah, it was... It was actually quite good in the end. I thought I, you know, I kind of forgot where they were towards the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, they finished uh, ninth in the end, didn't they? Only a few points off Conference League football. Mm. You know, I think it was four points of Aston Villa, three points, something like that. If a couple more results had gone their way, potentially they're in for European football. They were that close to European football, but they had a very, very good season. And for me, I think they maximised what they could. From last year's campaign, I don't know. I feel Europe was definitely on the cards. Not with the eighteen. Two points. Them, two points off Villa, considering how far Villa were behind. Yeah, them. they were so Villa looked ridiculous. If you look back through Brentford's games, draws against Leeds, Palace, things like that, I think they would. If they could have those games back. Yeah, they would be able to I get mean, back results in them. Four 0 loss to Villa, by the way, in October. Exactly. Their end of season form did tail off. And that is kind of because obviously they did lose their main man, Ivan Tony. I think that'll be their main yeah. concern going into next season. Obviously, they'll want, they'll want to push on, but their main worry will be how do they replace him? Most of the thing, as much as it's push on for Europe next season, it's also consolidate the position you've got now, given your talisman isn't yeah. going to be with you for six months. And then even after that, you've probably only got six, and it's probably next summer that Tony will look to move on. So they've got to get someone in now that's happy to play for six months, then maybe be a bit more of a rotation option, and then after that, come back into the side to start. Yeah. So yeah, we'll start then. Contracts expiring are the most interesting things to look at to start these videos. 2023, Brentford only have two people leaving. It's Sam Angodos and Tariq Fosu. I don't think either of these are going to be massive concerns for Brentford. No, Neither of them really Godos play first more, team football. more around the first team, I guess, but again... He's easily replaceable, yep. not really much of a concern. I don't think he's played much, if at all, over the last couple of seasons. In fact, he's not even on Footmob's list of registered players. They've already moved yeah. him on. But, yeah, of course, announced in he wasn't in the retained list, so he will be moving on. So 2023, not a, not too bad in terms of players leaving on a free. No. 2024, a lot, lot worse. <laughs> They've got David Raya, Josh De Silva, Shandon Baptiste, Halil Dover-Skoglu, Ben Mee and Charlie Good. We'll start with the main one in there, which I think is David Raya. Obviously, he looks like he will be shipped off this summer. They've got to, haven't they? I yeah. think it's a it's a case now with a lot of these players of either you renew or you sell on. And I think yeah. for David Raya, the fact that there's clubs coming in for around forty million when he's still got well, Brentford want forty million. I think they could be hard pressed to get that. But at mm. the moment, receiving bids of twenty mil for a goalkeeper yeah. that only got a year left on his deal. I think they'll push Tottenham up to at least 30, maybe even 35. Maybe they'll yeah. get a full 40, but I think they'll definitely get a deal done and that'll be David Raya leaving the club. They have already negotiated, though, and agreed a new signing, who we will, we will get onto later in this video. But I was surprised to find out they've acted quite swiftly yeah. there. And then they announced that a couple of weeks back. But I mean, as for the yeah. other players of a contract expiring next year, De Silva, Baptiste, Dervis Goglu, me and Good, I, I feel like... You should be able to sign them onto a new deal pretty easily because yeah. unlike David Raya, I don't see a step up. This is the, this is the top of their game for all those players. If they don't sign a new contract, they'll be end up taking a step step down. I could see Shandon Baptiste getting a move up. I could see a Marseille or someone like that, especially since he's only got a year left on his well, deal. This is what he judges as an improvement on Brentford. 
yeah, I would say a, the, the size of Marseille, maybe not the current mm. side, but definitely given their history, that could be a good move or something like that for him. So, But the others, I think, will be fine. Ben Mee yeah. is 33, though, so do you even look at signing on? He'll be 34 by the time yeah, you're getting round to his... If you can find a contract expiration, yeah. Charlie Good, a bit of a different situation. He's a younger centre half, I believe. So you're probably looking to sign him on yeah, if so you rate him highly. Move. I mean, in fact, he's already 27. He only played two appearances in the championship last year on loan at Blackpool. You probably want to let him leave. Yeah, let him leave. Not all that impressive a player. He hasn't played much in his loan spells. I don't know. Just doesn't seem to be what Brentford needs right now. So probably let him go. Ben Me, I would probably let leave if you can get yeah. in the centre half. Hello, Dover Scoglu's not shown a lot. He was out on loan at Burnley this summer and scored, I think, one goal in ten yeah, appearances maybe, last season. Maybe send him and then Josh De Silva. Well, that's that, that's a very important one that they yeah. sign on because I think he's a, a decent little player. He played thirty six appearances, thirty six times for Brentford last season. Only fourteen starts, but still four goals to assist shows that quality he possesses. Yeah. When and he can come on and be that rotation midfielder that they need. So I think for me, I would sell Raya, renew De Silva and Baptiste, and let the other three leave yeah. on a free most Makes likely. Makes sense. But yeah. Either way, though, Brentford not losing a lot of players. There are a couple key players in there. Obviously, yeah. Dan the most notable, but a lot of them, a lot of their key players are sticking around. On to our favourite part of these videos, squad key for yeah. sell. First up is David Raya. Well, I mean, we just spoke about this man. Yeah. I think you sell him. Yeah, 100%. I but think you need to bring in a replacement. And they already have, as we'll get on to when we get into improvements. But yeah, they've uh, David Rye's a very good goalkeeper. We sh- he's shown that over his, over the last few seasons in the Premier League. I think he will do well at Tottenham, yeah. given that starting role. Depends who's in front of him, but yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Eric Dyer, not a yeah. Equally, his save percentage will be through the yeah. roof. It'll make a but thousand saves. Very good goalkeeper. Bit of a lower price and I think you could have got from him, say he had a longer deal, but... Well, I think got. if they get that 40 mil, that's probably the max they were going yeah, to get anyway. True. So that's not too bad. Goalkeepers don't fetch a lot. And that's about half what Chelsea played for Kepper, and that's the record. Yeah. So not bad at all for Brentford. Thomas Rakosha. I think you've got to keep him. He's a yeah. fine backup. He seems More happy to be And if worse comes to worst and you get an injury, I think he can get involved and yeah. do a job. And then Matthew Cox is a third choice who... Absolutely fine. Is, yeah, you're not going to sell your yeah. third choice keeper unless no. he just leaves on a free. Aaron Hickey then, the first of the defenders. Thank you, Keaton. 100%. I think he had a good end to the season. They've started moving him to... So well, they play him as a right-back, don't they? Because obviously Rico Henry yeah. plays on the side, out on the other side. And they've integrated him quite well into the first team this season. I think they'll get more and more minutes going into next season, the season after. Potentially, they view him as a long-term replacement for Henry on the left-hand side, because I don't yeah. think Henry's too... I mean... Yeah, he's 25, if every go. Yeah. He's got a good few years left in him. We might as well do both together. Hickey and Henry really give you what they want from their wing-backs. Very good going forward. Yeah. yeah they do have picked up quite a few goal contributions. Excellent crosses, both of them yeah. as well. So, they could both have had a lot to this side. I wouldn't be looking to sell either of them. If you receive a reasonable bid, I think they're not... It's not like they're... Yeah. Non-expendable. You can bring in fullbacks of similar quality. They're both really good, but I don't know if you if you're looking at a thirty forty million pound bid or something like that for yeah. Rico Henry. I think you've got to seriously consider that, especially since that will say, turn his head money. as well. That's so. good money, and they will be bound to make a profit on either of them if yeah. they were to sell them on. Yeah, hundred percent. Charlie Good. We've just spoken about yeah, him. Probably let him go. leave if you can sell him this summer. Do I don't really know where he goes. Sorry. If there's a League One club with a bit of money, maybe. Yeah, no. I'm sure someone will pick him up. Yeah. Whether it's, whether it's uh, for money this year or they wait and get him on a free next year. 
Yeah, could you see maybe a bit ambitious, but could Wrexham get him? That would be a great pickup because he could do a maybe massive job for them. Yeah, hundred percent. Then uh, Ethan Pinnock for me keep at all Brilliant. costs. Brilliant he's such a good defender, such a good defender. He's, but not even, not only that, he's a threat from set pieces. Massive threat. He's got quite a few goals this year, I think. He scored against Man City in the last yeah. game of the season, of course. And that washed out his own goal this season. He's got four goals in 62 across his Premier League career. So that's definitely Last season, he got three. Oh, three, yeah. 30 matches. So he did pick up quite a few. That's a decent amount. Bit of a he's good just FPL such a crucial. As well. Yeah. His height makes him so useful from set pieces. Yeah. He's an imperious defender, I think, for me. Brilliant. You would be... It would be difficult to replace him. Yeah. Very difficult to replace him. You probably could if you got a £50 million bid, but for me, you don't let him leave. He's so yeah. crucial to Brentford's team. Zanka or Matthias Jorgensen? I, th- I think you keep him, but he is expendable if the right club and the right money comes in. Yeah, I don't think he's a crucial player to this team at all. Only 18 appearances last season. But there's no you, you could, yeah, it's not, you don't need, it's no prerogative to sell him. Yeah. But if you get the right sort of offers, again, he's not someone yeah, that I would yeah. be too Five, concerned about leaving. from the championship side. Yeah, I'm, he is 33 now as well, so... I don't know, maybe if Luton Town came in for him, yeah. someone like that could, maybe you look at selling him. But for me, right now, there's no point in pushing to get him out of the club. I think he's more than capable to be a backup. Ben Mee, we've already discussed it. Yeah. He'll probably keep him around for the season. He's good enough to act as a backup. If you think he can keep going after that, then renew his deal. If but not, let him drop down a level or something. Yeah, let him leave on a free and he can he can find his own, he can find himself a new move. Pontus Janssen. They've got a lot of centre-halves. Um, they do have quite a few centre-halves. Yeah, I think, again, similar to Jorgensen, he isn't crucial, but there's no point in selling him. But again, if the right offer from the right club comes in, then he's definitely expendable. Yeah, only 12 appearances this uh, this season. He's not massively in the first Fourth team. Fourth-choice centre-half. Arguably fifth-choice, as uh, you could yeah. say, because they've got Jorgensen, me, Pinnock, and, of course, Christopher Ayer. So they've definitely got different. They've, they've got better centre half yeah. basically than. than I mean, Bunchy I guess you keep all five of them for the season. You might as well. I don't really see. They're quite good defensively. What options they have, and they can then they just look at replacing Ben Mee next summer. Though they have, they have, or are close to signing a new young centre half, who would but be potentially point, a B repl- me replacement yeah, next. At that point, fish. either you wait until Mee's left, or you can sell on Janssen or Jorgensen at the end of this uh, in this window. Yeah. Christopher Ayer, keep as well, I would yeah. say. Mads Beck Sorensen. He was out on loan last season, played four appearances, then yeah, went out on loan in January. I think you've got enough centre-halves. Yeah. I don't, I don't, he's not even on the on the football, so I don't know where he's gone. He might be he's genuinely vanished. But yeah, he's he spent the year out on loan, second half of the season out on loan, I think. So not too crucial to how they play at all. They've already no. got five centre-halves. They don't need six. I think you could afford to let him go. Maybe five five million, maybe. Yeah, I'm just him. trying to find out where he's out on loan. There's genuinely nothing about him. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he's just in his mad spec. He's out on Gron- at Groningen, to be fair. Oh, 11 appearances sent off the season. wasn't even crucial for them. Yeah. So probably a... Selling on so He was out someone. on loan. So he spent the first half of the season out on loan at Nice... Yeah. And the second half he's now on at Groningen. He didn't play for Nice. Yeah. At all. He didn't he didn't make an appearance. You've gone out on loan to a club that haven't even bothered to play you. Yeah, it probably a sale. Mads Roslev. I can't, I like the guy, but I think he's he's our only rotation fullback. Does he he was there oh yeah, he was there last season. 
20 appearances, 12 starts. I think you keep him, don't you? Yeah, yeah but I mean, that's a, good, uh, that's a point. Oh. So they've got Henry and Hickey and Ruslev yeah. as their fullbacks. So potentially another yeah. fullback in there then. Could be a good option. Then Tristan Kramer, Luka Rakic. I can't say I've heard of those guys. Both young defenders who I don't think have made any appearances in the Premier League. Ratchet. He's sat on the bench. I recognise that anyway. Yeah, 24 years. I've not played though for them. No, Same goes for Tristan Kammer. So maybe they'll play next season, yeah. maybe not. And then Finley Stevens is a young Welsh lad who's won't play one Prem game. I find thing he's also a wing, uh, winger. Uh, not a winger, a winger. Oh, back in 2021-22. Oh. So he played when he was 18. Hasn't played. Maybe he spent the last two years on loan, yeah. something like that, maybe. But yeah, so overall, I wouldn't really change much their defence. If you can bring in some improvements, do. And maybe a bit of cover for wide areas. But equally, you can play Christopher Iyer there at right back. So they can do stuff like that. And at the end of last season, they played a three-back against Man City. Yeah. So potentially they look to do that more often. Yeah, they went for a 3-5-2. So you could drop one of your wingers to right wing. Just a silver, I think, each play those. Yeah, that could could work as well. So you've definitely got options there. Looking at midfield, Christian Norgard is the first Massive man on the list. Key. Brilliant, yeah. absolute brilliant. Guards that defence beautifully. Really solid player, Matthias Jensen. Again, very similar story. I've read I rate Jensen really high. I love it. <laughs> yeah. They do have a bit of a Danish contingent. They had Ericsson. They would just have Jensen, Ericsson, Norgard yeah. in the back line with Z- uh, Zanger and Ayer. Yeah. And well, Andrus left. Andrus left. Oh so my days. A lot of Danes. They're all Danish. A lot of Danes. And Mikael Damsgaard. The Danish contingent lives on. Kevin Sharder. They've just signed him as a permanent. Do you think that's a good move? Do you think he did enough last no, season? he was awful. He, he did miss a lot of chances, didn't he? Absolutely woeful. I mean, as Harry was saying on the final day of the season, yeah. our guest on TFC Live, he was saying, our oh, Kevin Shady <laughs> really struggled, really struggled to hit the target. 18, how many goals did he get? 18 appearances. He didn't score, but picked up one assist. It's not... 18 games, not a single I goal. I don't see what they've seen in him to justify £25 million. Pounds. Outlay. He must be very good in training. I think he is a really good player and a great prospect. You just can't though. justify that. You cannot spend £25 million and replace Ivan yeah. Tony with a guy who's played 18 I, games. I don't think he's... Guard. I think he works because he can cover anywhere across the front three. I would not play him as a central striker because evidently that's not where he's best. No. So I would I would look at signing a new striker as well. But he could definitely do a job out wide and hopefully for Brentford... Yeah. He doesn't turn out to be twenty-five million pounds in the drain. Josh De Silva, keep sign yeah. new contract, keep him around forever. Yeah, very good. Same for Gilan Visa, I would say. Same for Frank Onyeka. Yeah, Brian Visa, Brian, good just... rotation striker with whoever you bring in. De Silva uh, yeah. can rotate a wing back as well, so he's uh, diverse. Not diverse, what's it called? Visa can play. Well, he played thirty-eight times this season. Every single match, Gilan Visa was involved in. What's it called when you play different positions? Versatile. Versatile, that's the one, not diverse. Yeah, Vissi tends to play in... Uh, well, he can play up front as one of the two strikers. If they play yeah. two strikers, he can play out wide, he can play middle midfield. Really versatile, an option, a great option for them, and I think he'll continue his great form. Seven goals in each of the last seasons. If he can make it yeah. eight this year, he'd be very pleased. Or just keep scoring seven. Or just keep scoring seven, the lucky yeah. number seven. Frank Onyeka. Again, very good midfield rotation. Yeah. Energetic, Solid. good circular, great interception numbers as well. I think... He just provides you a really, really solid DM rotation option for Norgard. Yeah. If Norgard, yeah. You can play them both together, obviously, but yeah, Onyeka, really good DM. Oh, sorry, uh, rotation with Baptiste. Norgard tends to play as yeah. one of the one of the other midfielders. Then Brian and Buemo. 
for me, is their most crucial player this summer because they're already losing yeah. Tony. They cannot afford he to lose him. Quality. Quality. He he's quality. really, really good. He, ste- he really stepped up in, yeah. in the when I Ivan Tony's But also, he's deceivingly young. Like, is he? He looks like 40, but he is 23. 23? It's just because he's got no hair and a massive beard. I look, when I he look, first came to the I, I thought he's got to be 30. If you'd, if you'd ask me right now, I'd probably say about 29. Yeah, he's 23. You've got a good few years left in him, obviously. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Good whole career left in I him. did not think he was 23. That's what I'm saying. He looks so old, doesn't he? So he can keep the format he's in right now. He can keep that for the next three seasons. He'll be worth a lot of money. Yeah. Mikhail Damsgaard then, next. He really failed to impress, I would say, in his first Premier League season. last year. 26 appearances, no goals, no assists. That is a big worry, isn't it? Because they spent big on him last summer. Can't remember the exact fee. I can have a look. What does he need to do this season? What's, Score. Yeah, I mean, that's the obvious option. Yeah. Obvious answer. I mean, we know the Premier League is the hardest league in the world. It's one of those where it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. It's yeah. it's a very hard league to adapt to when you've had a first season. £15 million, pounds, by the way. Ooh. Not a contribution to his name just yet. Give I him would time. have. Yeah, I'd give him another season, but I would have major concerns. Yeah. Tank Foso, of course, we've spoken about. He's leaving the club. Shandon Baptiste, for me, you've got to do what you can to keep yeah. him around. If really not, decent sell him player. On this summer. Don't let him leave on a free. Yeah, definitely an option to sell him, though. I think he's a good player, but he's not an ex- He's not too important. He's not vital to the Brentford no. team. Vitaly Yanolt, then. I think you're going to be have a difficult time keeping him yeah but you do what you can to do to keep him I'll say he's pretty good but I would be scouting out targets I'd be adding some to a short list I'd be looking for similar moulds yeah. of players similar but profiles have, to come in in uh, case yeah, of if he does go you still do have Norgard Onyeka Jensen Baptiste Baptiste so you've got a deep, play there you've got good midfield options yeah there's a lot of midfield but you just think if you can sell because Janot's going to fetch 50 mil right so you can go and get mm. quite a decent midfielder for that sort of price. Maybe even try... 50 mil. I think he's worth it. I, I'd say he's worth more to Brentford than that. I think if you, you, you can push someone to 50 mil, maybe. I, th- I think if United were to come in, which would, would were, they were linked last summer, of course, I think if they were to come in, you could easily get 50 mil. Yeah. Premier League tax at the end of the day. And he's a really, really good player. So I think you could fetch a lot of money for him. One of the forwards then, oh, Ryan Trevor, youngster, and Yehoi Yamolyak, who they've just just signed, I think. 18 years old, really exciting Ukrainian midfielder. Can hopefully push on and you know make some appearances maybe yeah. this season. So, good signing. See, it's, I like to see Brentford making these young signings. It's probably going to work. He's, ni- he's 19. He can definitely get involved this yeah. season or next at least. I think he's a good bit, good bit of business. Overall, yeah. Onto the forwards, then. This is where it, they're in desperate need of some improvements. Yeah. Sergi Canyos has more spent the lead season out on yeah, loan. Has a winger. Involved. Yeah, for me, he 100% goes. Samon Godos is leaving. Yeah. If Antoni, you can't sell. Who's going to buy a player that can't play for six yeah. months? So you've got to keep him, but obviously, you need a replacement because he can't play until January the 17th or something like that. So he's got a while until he can play again. I, yeah. Yeah, for me, a really, really talented player. And it's a shame for Brentford that they won't have him available till January. But you've got to keep him playing as much football as you can. Got to keep him on the training ground, keep him fit. And then as soon as it's back in January, it's eight-month ban, isn't it, from, like, April. Uh, Uh, No, ten-month ban from April, I want to say. So that would make it 
February. Well, yeah, something. This, I think. It, however, it works out. Yeah. It's, it's January. Oh. I don't know what month it's from though. It might be an eight-month ban from what's the fifth month? May. Yeah, which was when yeah, he was yeah. banned. To be fair, so yeah, he's out to January. You're gonna need to bring him, bring in a replacement, someone that can play for the first half of the season. Then maybe act as a more rotation option for the second half of the season, and then maybe as a replacement if Tony goes on to leave the but summer. I mean, after. Thirty-two goals and sixty-eight games is gonna be very hard to replace. It is. It's gonna be very difficult, especially his profile. There's not many out there who fit that similar sort of profile. I would be concerned, especially since a lot of Brentford's goals they do rely on him. Yeah, they do. And of course, his penalties as well. So it's oh, you're going to be pressed to find a striker that can replace what Tony gives to Brentford. And I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if for the first half of the season they really struggle, especially if they don't recruit a striker that can really hit the ground running. Yeah. Yeah. Then Halil Dervasoglu, I think if you can sell him, you do. He's not yeah. all, nothing that special. King Lewis Potter brought in last summer from Hull didn't really do a lot that I can remember. Ten appearances. Not a single goal. Didn't score. Got an assist, though. I think maybe you start to integrate more into the first team this summer. They're known as really good recruiters. And they brought in Kevin Sharder, who who got one assist in 18 games. They brought in Damsgaard, who got one assist in 15. I think it's just a case of of adapting to the Premier League. They brought players who did really well abroad or in the championship up to the Premier League so they need to they need time to adapt but also I think Brentford will look at the underlying numbers and I, I imagine Sharda because he does yeah. get he does take up some really good positions yeah, he does. it's just a shame he can't finish really isn't it but Keenless Potter I mean it, I don't think it, he should have made the step up I don't think he was good enough from Hull I think Brentford. he's a really good player he is but I think he's Brentford I don't know I think he's good enough for Brentford I think he just needs to get a bit more Game time. He's played ten yeah, times. Yeah. He picked up an assist, which is as, as much as Sharda's done. Keep him. So uh, yeah, yeah. D- definitely keep him around. Give him some more minutes this season, especially since you're going to need to. There's going to be another space in that front three, mm. so you should be able to give him more minutes this season. And there's a load of youngsters like Joel Valencia, who is a well, he's, he's 28 actually from Ecuador. Sell him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for giving a number. And then like Nathan Young Coombs, Alex Gilbert. Oh, Gilbert, I'm guessing because he's from yeah. Ireland, not France. And then Michael <laughs> Olikigbert. Gilbert Island. <laughs> from Dundalk. But yeah, they've definitely... It's a good squad, but it's in desperate need of improvements if they want to make a push to European football. So yeah, which positions do they need to improve then? Of course, a goalkeeper, because David Raya will more than likely leave the club this summer. They need some centre-halves, I would say, potentially. For a Ben Mee, a yeah. youngster that can replace Ben Mee in the coming seasons, and they need some depth in fullback. Some wingers could be nice if they're not too pleased with the current options, and a starting forward for the first half of the season. So, looking to address all of that, let's have a look at who I think we should, uh, well, who I think Brentford should go for. Now, goalkeeper, as I mentioned, they've already signed a replacement. I was looking at for around at goalkeepers. I bookmarked sort of Frederick Rono at. Union Berlin, Marco Dimitrovic at, at Sevilla. I think they're both really good options. But Ber- And then I saw Mark Flecken. I did a bit more research and, Berlin- and uh, Brentford have already signed him. So the Freiburg goalkeeper, 30-year-old Dutchman, joins in... Well, he, he was announced in May. will join the club yeah. in a couple of weeks. I think he's a really good goalkeeper. Really, really good goalkeeper. His, his profile is very similar to David Raya on FB Ref. I think overall he present- he's pretty much identical to Raya. It's just going to be whether he can adapt to the Premier League and whether he's as good at the, with the ball at his feet 
as he as Ryer is. But Which yeah. from the Bundesliga he's shown he yeah. can be. And as a goalkeeper, it doesn't take much to adapt to the Premier League because it's kind of no. the same thing. You're getting footballs smashed at you. Yeah, you I did. I did them. look at Alvin Lafont as well, who I think is a good yeah. goalkeeper, but he's not great in terms of distribution. No. And playing out from the back, so probably not the right fit for a Brentford side that what like to play out from the back. What kind of price are we talking for Well, 13 mil was that's, the confirmed price, which for bad. Freiburg's starting goalkeeper, I think is an absolute bargain. You could make 40 off Raya. That's, yeah, huge profits to him there. I think. That's what they do. That's what yeah. Brentford do. Exactly. That's what he does. That is what he does. <laughs> but you do lose a lot of years. Because obviously Flecken is a lot... I think he's 30, he's 30 I believe, and Ryan's only not, 24. five, six years so. out of him. Oh, Ryan, Ryan must be older than 24, surely. Yeah, 27. So they like 33. 27, yeah. Long the nail. So only three years, I guess, for 30 mil... Seems like a pretty decent deal if you ask me. Yeah. So yeah, good. They've already signed that goalkeeper. It makes our job a little easier. That Brentford are on top of their recruitment Shit. already. There, rotation centre halves. Then, so we spoke about how they could do with potentially one more if they were to sell people. I put Mark Robin Cock because I think if you if you do let someone like Matthias Jorgensen go this summer, Cock would be a great option. It'd be a good rotation, good backup. Do you not rate him? I just watching Leeds last year. He was rubbish. He was not rubbish. He Leeds was. were rubbish. It doesn't help that if you don't make the blocks. So many the f- goals. Yeah, but a lot of that's because they've yeah. practically got no. I think he's a good backup. I don't. You, you can't afford to start mm-hmm. for a team that's two points off Conference League. You, you can't. He can't be starting. I don't know, I think he's a really good player. But he's linked to Man United, mate. It says a lot about how highly he's rated. It says a lot about Man United. The f- football space. They want Leeds is centre half. And then, yeah, so Robin Cock, a bit of a rogue one if they are to sell people. But a deal which I think they will go over the line is the signing of the young Korean centre-half Jisoo Kim. So he plays for Seungnam FC in the K-League 2. So not the highest, not even the top tier of Korean football. And Brentford have gone and scouted him out. Linked with the club, wouldn't, I don't really know where you'd price him at. Transfermarkt had him a valuation of 350k. Would probably say they'll pay at least 500k, maybe even pushed up to a mil. Which would be huge for a Kaylee yeah. 2 side. So, yeah, young centre half potentially joining Brentford. He won't start this year. Maybe go and give him a loan to the Championship. I'll loan him or. Because I think there's or no play point. him in that development squad. There's, yes, there's no point with Romeo Beckham. Um, there's no point. He's just joined up, yeah, hasn't he? No the point. actual Brentford team. Yeah, there's no point in him sitting around as your fifth choice centre half. So, if you bring him in, loan him out or play with your B side. Yeah. So then, oh, I didn't really bookmark any fullbacks. Were there any that come. The top of your head, any that you think maybe could look for moves away from their current clubs? Yeah, I said Aspilicueta, but Chelsea probably a bit old. Him, yeah. probably old. The only one coming to mind would be because he can cover both fullbacks is Brandon Williams from Manchester United, of course. Yeah. I think he can do a job for a Premier League club as a rotation option. Probably wouldn't want to give him many minutes. Probably wouldn't want to start him, but he a can Luke, do a job. Luca probably a bit out of Brentford's price range, given he wouldn't be a starter. Oh, I don't yeah, think you can tempt him without starting football either, given he's probably going to have some pretty good suitors across Europe. Yeah. So probably not really going to work out. So some winger rotation. Then, of course, they've signed Kevin Sharder. They're also linked... They've also just signed Romeo Beckham. Yeah. I don't think it's going to start for them this year, but you I never know. It would be quality to see. But a player they have also been linked with from Sunderland is Jack Clark. I think he could be a good option because he would just add a different dynamic to their attack. Yeah, they don't really have anyone that's and really quick to and just run at people. He wasn't. He was all. He was kind of one of the stars in that Sunderland side. He had a really that good did season. get to the playoff semi-finals, mm. 
and he scored that brilliant goal against Luton yeah, in the first Only week. denied by a fantastic Lintas. It was uh, Amadiallo no, that scored that. Oh, it was Amadiallo. For the free kick, not Jack Clark. Let me go look at Amadiallo if you like, don't worry. Jack Clark scored a better Jack Clark has scored some good goals he, this season. In one game. I think, I think he's a good player. Player. So if Brentford could pick him up at around that fifteen million pound mark, I think you'd be getting a really good deal. And we sort of caused City a couple of problems. If you hadn't, up so far, yeah, if you hadn't signed Sharder no, at twenty five mil, are you you're all over the place there? Sheffield United. Yeah, no, not <laughs> he, it's, I mean, it was one game where he caused a team a lot of problems. Has Jack Clark scored a goal this season? <laughs> I'll have a look. When's his I remember watching the game. The only two games I've watched that Sunderland have been in. He got an eight point four in the championship. Uh, in the did he score championship playoff semi final? No, he got an assist though. Oh, that went that then. Eight point four. I oh, got a goal and an assist on the final day against Preston. I didn't watch him play. Is he three nil better? I don't know. Well, I, the, the fact he's the given man of the match, I'd presume it. Should we have a look at the ticker? Yeah, I see he's got a belt. I did. Jack Clark's got a belt. <laughs> the question of today's episode. Let's have a look. No, it just says. A shot from outside the box to the bottom right yeah, corner. Yeah, did then, yeah. That was so it was against Preston. Preston. Well, brilliant. Okay, so if you want someone that can mince Preston every week, <laughs> pick up Jack Clark. Then there's a starting forward. This one is the most ambitious one, I'd say, that I've thrown in here. Mm-hmm. Victor Gaiocares. I thought you were saying Victor Rossi, man. I thought you were saying Victor Rossi, man. I was going, ah, I'm Frank might be able to convince him to join. I don't think that's ambitious. I don't think that's. I think the biggest thing is you're going to have to fight off West Ham and Burnley. Which I think they can do. They're better. Oh, well, West, West Ham, Ham have European Europa football. League. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. So, and the fact that he knows he'll have yeah. to play back up to Tony for the second half of the season. I think. Will he, though? Yes. I, I wouldn't. The I only thing is, Garcares, the uh, another uh, sort of positive, sorry, of Garcares is that he can play out wide as well. He yeah, can cover anywhere across really the front like three. Him. He's a really, really good player. I and think again, for Brentford, he saw his playoffs. He was very good in that playoff final against Luton. Yeah, fits a very similar profile to Ivan Tony. He is linked strongly yeah. with the club. It seems like Brentford are the most likely to get a deal over the line. For me, he just makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you can get him relatively very cheap. I think at twenty million pounds, that's a really, really good bit of business. Maybe yeah. you can get him cheaper. Then you know, happy days. But I think overall. I think Garcares would be a fantastic signing. Yeah. So yeah, should we get into some predictions then yes. for the season? Look at their current squad. So no Tony replacement. Raya's still there with a year left in his deal. Stuff like that. The current team. Where do you see Brentford being next season? Fifteenth. Wow. I don't disagree. I don't disagree because I think they will have to take a, yeah, they will so take they a step will, back what, if they, they don't replace Tony. Ninth this season. If they lose Raya and start Scrusher and. They don't replace Tony. They will be in the bottom half. They will so going to take some recruitment. Yeah. So then, as the flip side, so they have signed Flecken to be fair. So you can include that in the okay. So it wouldn't be a stroke. Maybe for the one place. But say they bring in that Jisoo Kim. Not too important. But Jack Clark, Victor Garcares. Where do you see them? How big an impact basically does Garcares have? Can they get top half again? Maybe I would say. Yeah, that kind of 10th, 11th, 12th area. For me, they'll. I think they could be in a relegation fight first half of the season, especially if Garcares doesn't start firing quickly. Yeah. Or whoever they bring in doesn't start firing quickly. But Tony could rescue them second half of the season. Yeah. 
So sorry to Brentford fans, but I think whatever happens, it's gonna be a it'll tough be, campaign. It'll be worse than last year. The last two years, because they've had really, yeah. they've been really good when they've been in their two Premier League seasons. Mainly down to the fact you're losing a very, very good goalkeeper and I think Flecken, probably the though, third best striker in the league. I think Flecken's are more he than cannot play for you. Comfortable, sorry, more than competent goalkeeper, and I think he'll be a, a great replacement for David Raya. I think Ivan Tony's a big one. Yeah. I mean, a goal, a striker that scored, I think, 18 goals in the Premier League last season was up there for Golden Boot before he got injuries and bans. For me, a magical player. A really, yeah, really good player. player. If he wasn't banned, I would 100% have him at Chelsea. Oh, yeah. And he, yeah, so 20 goals. He ranked as the third top scorer in the Premier League. Outscoring players like Mohamed Salah, Callum Wilson, Marcus Rashford, who were hailed as having great seasons. He's got five more than Ollie Watkins, who everyone spoke about his rich vein of form. For me, Tony is just such a good striker. Yeah. That they are very... It's going to be a big loss for Brentford to not have him starting for the first half of the next season. It will be. But yeah, that's all from uh, from our conversation today. I hope you have, guys have enjoyed. If you want to keep the conversation going, then get involved in the comments below. How do Brentford replace Ivan Tony? That's the big question. And could they get European football? We don't think so. No. But maybe one or two really good signings and they'll definitely be in the conversation. So get your comments flooding in below. Make sure if you're new around here to subscribe and leave a like on the video to show YouTube that you're loving the content and that you tell us that you're loving it as well. Massive. Yeah. Enjoy the we appreciate the feedback. But yeah, that is all from us today. Thank you all very much for watching or listening, and we'll see you next time. See ya.